0: As always, good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls, citizens of all ages. Welcome into the power hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. I'm Chris Logan, your morning show host, which makes me your host of the Power Hour. The Power Hour is part of the show where we go in on what's trending, what's and what's happening for the day. It give me a lot of different headlines, a lot of different topics, different from day to day. Yesterday, I, I said it was like a box of chocolates, but not really. It was more like a bag of gratons. You never know which graton you're going to pull out the bag, right? Kind of like that here inside of the Power Hour. Never know what you're going to get. A little sports, a little politics, a little uh-uh, little bruh, you knew that. L- you know, local stories. A lot of different things, man. You got you to gotta just listen. It makes it so much easier. Just listen. And then you know, it's, you know you know what's going on. You know what the Power Hour is about. But as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Remember, we got the live video, if you want that, on our Planet Radio Facebook page. On my Chris Logan Facebook page, you can see the live video. You can also interact there, too. I I can't see who's watching with the platform that I use, but I can see your name if you comment. Like Brent says, good morning, happy Friday. Hey, good morning, happy Friday, Brent. And then if you're just doing what you're doing, as always, listening, whether it's on the radio, you're streaming on the website, you're streaming on the app, iHeart, tune in, any of that stuff. Appreciate you listening. Got to say thank you to the sponsors of the morning show and the Power Hour, Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill on Ducey and on Shaman Mettery in Youngsville. I texted Jeff this morning. Said, hey, dude, you're you're back at it? Youngsville with brunch? He said, absolutely. So he, he sent me, like, the list. He goes, chicken and sausage gumbo, potato salad, fresh fruit, long cake cinnamon rolls, fried chicken, sliced smoked brisket, crawfish etouffee, homemade biscuits, and plenty more. Then he comes back again with another text saying, king cake cinnamon rolls. Then he says, I think that's half of it. We got scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage patties, grits, breakfast potatoes, sausage gravy, mac and cheese, grilled veggies on dewy Corn Mokshoe, which is good, by the way, and banana cheesecake pudding. Then he says, I'm sure I missed something. But that's what the brunch is about at the Youngsville location, only, not in life yet, only in Youngsville. If you want to check them out this Sunday. Also got to say thank you to Acadiana Tire, the official tire shop of the morning show. If your tires are getting slick, by now you know what to do, man. Go and see Big Hick. Got all the major brands. If he doesn't have something for you, he'll get it for you. He'll definitely make sure you're taken care of. Whether it's tires, whether needing an oil change, you need an inspection sticker, your brakes are squeaking a little bit, whatever it is, go and see Big Hick. They, They will check it out for you. Also got to say thanks to Bead Busters and Float Rentals and Beads Galore and more. Two stores are better than one for the Bead King. Mardi Gras here, y'all. You, you might as well put on your uh, your purple, your gold. Your, uh, what is it? Purple, gold, and green. What is it? Officially January 6th tomorrow would be the official kickoff of Mardi Gras season. But if you need anything, you need to fill up your floats. Like you need a lot of stuff or maybe you just want some cool uh, beads to wear as you're walking the parade route or watching some parades around Acadiana, go and check out Bead Busters and Float Rentals. That's on and Youngsville. And Beads Galore and More, that's on Cameron Street in Scott. Also, the official baloney of no, the morning show. You didn't think, dude, I'm probably the first morning show in all of America that's that has an official baloney. Ain't, ain't, nobody, ain't nobody like this, dude. <laughs> Bougie Bougie baloney. The official baloney of the Chris Logan Morning Show. Thanks to Bougie Man Bourgeois. But you can check out bougiebaloney.com if you want to learn more. I suggest following them on social media. And they're expanding in 2024. Bougie Man's working on a a few different places, working on a few different things. He's expanding. He's not doing it at at his house anymore. He's he's on a big production scale now. And you can get it at Brodus on Congress Street. As of now, and I'll fill you in when more locations start to come. And also got to say thank you to Cajun Coatings. want to get your vehicle coated? Kyle can do it. Professional detailing, graphene, ceramic coating. Dude, there's different levels in this, that, the other. It it gets, it gets, uh, it, it's easy, but you know, it, it can, it can get a little, um, a, little a little intriguing. You may be like, dude, I don't, I don't know about it. Like, what's this graphene coating? What can it do, ceramic coating? Like, what's the difference? Don't worry about it. Just ask Kyle, and he will get you in the know. Whether you have a new vehicle that you need to get it protected, or maybe you want to do some paint correction, get your old vehicle protected and looking right, call Kyle, 337-349-0542. 806. This is a Power Hour, Planet Radio, 106.7. Saints Falcons on Sunday. We have a little shot to go to the playoffs, right? Let's see NFC South standings. So we're tied with the Bucks at eight and eight. Falcons are seven and nine, and the Panthers, poor things, they're two and fourteen. So we're in the hunt. Let's see, Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, game. Let's see what. So they got um hang on, let me scroll real quick. I think I would have done this before we got to the show, but I didn't. Oh, dude. So the Bucks play the Panthers. I mean, there is a chance that the Panthers can win, but probably Tampa Bay will win that game. We play the Falcons at home. Uh, Yeah, maybe we'll win. I mean, hopefully we beat the Dirty Birds. Hey, Steven, good morning. Britt says, hard to believe we have a chance of winning NFC South. (laughs) Not very good. I mean, we should have won the NFC South, but, dude, if we go to the playoffs... What are we going to do? And I hate being so pessimistic. I really do. The most pessimistic I've ever been on a Saints season is this season. And I I don't like it. I I don't like that feeling. But I don't know. Win the division, get into the playoffs, and then what? But if we play like we did last week against Tampa Bay, okay. It could be dangerous. You know, maybe the NFL script has the Saints playing good the final two days, or sorry, the final two games of the season. And maybe the script has the Saints going to the playoffs and making a little noise. Who knows? (laughs) Just, I mean, I don't know the script this year. I I, I don't. (laughs) Steven says, you're not being pessimistic. You're being real. I know, dude, but still, man, but still. Uh, Jason says, if we win and Green Bay and Seattle lose, we get a wild card, or if Tampa loses, we win the South. Yep. Tampa has Carolina, though, and that and that bothers me. Brent says, got to check that script. I, I, might, I might do some Googling on the dark web later and see if I can find the script for 2024, <laughs> and then we'll know whether the Saints are going to be in it or not. Also, I saw this today. The Ravens are signing Dalvin Cook to the team for the playoffs. Now, Dalvin Cook, a very injury-prone running back, but a pretty dangerous running back, though. Could could Dalvin Cook be a great add-on for Baltimore for the playoffs? I think so. I could be wrong on that. But in the AFC, watch for the Ravens. When I I look for the script on the dark web, I'm going to see if the Ravens are there. We might be looking at a Ravens-St. Super Bowl according to the script. Maybe I'll find it on the dark web later today. Oh, uh, question of the day. We unveil our question of the day, just in case you don't know, at 7.15 every weekday morning. It is brought to you by All Terrain Audio. Get with Alex. If you need to customize your side-by-side, your ATV, your boat, your golf cart, he can do it for you. But question of the day is, Hang on. Why did I scroll down that far? I was at like Monday's question of the day. What is a generic grocery item you will buy over a name brand grocery item? And for me, it is canned goods. If I'm getting some corn, dude, if I'm getting some green beans, some black-eyed peas, stuff like that, I'm I'm getting the the generic brand. Yeah, I cook it long. I season it well. I do all that, and it tastes just as good. Boy, and one thing, if, if you've never, and my, my uncle showed me this a while back, if you never rinsed off your vegetables, like let's say you're cooking some corn, take your corn and put it in a little, in a, in a colander and rinse it off really, really good. Like get all that, the preservatives and all that stuff out of there. Rinse it really well, then cook it through totally different taste. That's because they're trying to spray us with some stuff. While I'm looking for the script, on the dark web for the NFL, I'm going to look at what's in the preservatives that they're spraying on all the vegetables while I'm on the dark web. I'm going to take a look at that. You know, I like looking at those things. Scott says on the Facebook Live, milk or Ziploc bags? Yeah, yeah. Milk, and I, I'm not a big milk drinker. But sometimes if you got to grab a half gallon or a gallon, let's, let's just say from the dollar store. It, it, it tastes a little different. It, it it does. Now, I'm not a a, a Borden's bougie person. I'm not. No, I'll, I'll take the generic name brand, like if I go to Rod's or Piggly Wiggly and Church Point, I'll, I'll grab, you know, their brand, and that's fine with me. Jody says agreed, canned goods. But a lot of people say, and now, because the price of everything, going to get everything. Get everything generic. Hunter says can of corn. Dolores says corn, green beans, and 2% milk. Deborah says corn. Jeffrey says spaghetti noodles. Melissa says Brookshire chocolate milk. It tastes like melted chocolate ice cream. Okay. Joshua, in this economy, most of our groceries are generic. Well, we're Aldi shoppers. That's one place I've never been. Never been to Aldi. Uh, let's see. Brent says, actually, anything Maker's Mark from Sam's or Kirkland from Costco is name brand rebranded as generic. I've heard that. And the Kirkland from Costco, they have some pretty good stuff. I've had the uh, Kirkland bourbon, the whiskey, and and that's actually pretty decent. Scotty says, Walmart brand cereals are much better than the name brand. Cereal's another thing, too. There's a lot of people that, that are saying cereal, canned goods. Stevie says toilet paper. He says something else, but I'm not going to say it on the radio. Gerald says salt. Okay. And, and look, I when it comes to salt, though, I always just grab the Mortons. But it, it's all the same. Now uh, Gina says I'll take Brookshire over any other brand, just about anything. And other people said that too. The Brookshire. And that's that's um. That's kind of like Super One, right? They're they're very close to each other, if not like the same parent companies. I may or may not be right there. 814, power hour, planet radio 106.7, 51 degrees. Cloudy. You're gonna have some rain moving through today. And I was uh watching News 15 this morning, as I as I normally do. Alex and Scott Brasda and meteorologist Adam Olivier, who he does our forecast here. And looking at the radar, we still have some rain moving through, but it wasn't looking as bad as it looks yesterday. But that'll be later this morning, then through the midday, and then into the afternoon, and it will be great tonight and then for the car show tomorrow, which, by the way, if you want to stop by the car show, you want to put a vehicle, a car, a truck, a motorcycle in there, come meet us tomorrow, downtown Church Point at Central Park from 9 to 1. Hot Rods and Heroes 2. We teamed up with Cajun Codings. You can just show up, you don't have to pre-register or anything. You can if you want. A few of you have. We have a link at listen to the You don't have to. And as we did with Hot Rods and Heroes 1, the original, uh, Kyle at Cajun Codings, he is a veteran and that's something that he does. Um you know, he's big into the car scene and and when he does car shows and different things, the proceeds go to different veterans group, and then what we wanted to do, and we still will, but we had planned this on Veterans Day weekend, and the weather screwed us up. We hadn't had rain in eight months, and then it rained on Veterans Day weekend, so we ended up postponing it, and it's now tomorrow, so you can come by. You can view the vehicles, and that's at the new Central Park, downtown Church Point. Just get on Main Street, and and you won't miss it. You won't miss it right by uh, right by the church and stuff, right off Main Street. Can't miss it. Right by the depot, across from the depot. Contessa eatery will be there with the with his food truck, so it's going to be awesome. And it's from nine to one. So I mentioned that Mardi Gras season is pretty much here. The official kickoff would be, I, I think, tomorrow on the sixth. Correct? And boy, there's there's a lot of talk about Mardi Gras. And it started with Karen Crow and Karen Crow's music. You may have seen that on social media. There was going to be, they were going to do the radio thing and, uh, you know, no DJs, DJing music. And it would have been a playlist and all that stuff. That's not happening anymore. And they're allowing DJs to play. Obviously, clean edits. And I think there are some questions with some people. Saying like no remixes or something. I, I I don't know what they were trying to get to there, but I mean you can do clean radio remixes. It's uh, you know it's it, it's very tough. But look, and I've been DJing since since I was in high school, man, which is like you know the early '90s, and 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 this is just me, and you can disagree with me, but and I saw a couple other bigger DJs post this on their social media yesterday. Look, there's some places that that you play that requires radio edits. I, I am not going to play dirty songs at a wedding. I, I just think that's very unprofessional. And again, that's that's just me. You got you got kids there, and it, to, to me, it's just not right. Kind of the same thing for a parade. I I know, but I I know you let loose for a parade. All right, what's the number one thing that took over fighting at at Mardi Gras celebrations? Dude twerking. Twirking's number one, fighting's number two, drinking's number three. <laughs> but look, call me old school, but I'm I'm of the keep it clean. If you're playing music on the parade route, I'm I'm sorry. That's just that's just my thoughts, and that's what some of the other DJs that I saw yesterday. Look, if you go to a venue, they ask you to do this or that, the other, whether it's play dirty stuff, don't play dirty stuff, play clean stuff, you have to adapt to that. Or maybe we're just at the old school thinking. And then so that's, that was just some of the changes for Karen Crow. And then I saw a story on KATC about the Youngsville Mardi Gras parade, which last year was, dude, that thing was huge. I think the last vehicle just pulled out of Youngsville like five minutes ago from last year, but it was huge, man. I DJed at Mendez's. Uh he hadn't opened yet the Youngsville location, and I DJed for you know just there in the parade while people were hanging out. And I think that thing lasted what two, three hours. It was it was it was large, but this says Youngsville American Ken Ritter announced Thursday some changes to the Youngsville parade. Hey, look again. I get it. I like to have fun and all that stuff. I I I do, but I feel that some of these cities or towns, things are getting just a little out of control. Maybe a little larger than what they when they what they thought. And you got public safety to deal with. Sometimes you have to reel things in, just a little bit. And you may disagree with me there, or you may agree with me there. I I really don't know. But sometimes you got to reel things in, for for the safety of others. And this says that Mayor Ken Ritter met with the first responders over the past year to discuss public safety concerns and what should be done to address the issues. And they say this year there will be a limit on the number of floats that will roll in the Youngsville Parade. The mayor said, quote, we're limiting the number of entries into the Youngsville Mardi Gras Parade. This is really in an effort to improve gridlock. We've heard from our residents, our business owners, and again from our first responders. A parade of this size that we've had over the years, uh, had over the years past, gridlocks the city. The front end of the parade nears the end of the parade, and ultimately, it's just not a safe environment. He says at this time, the city has not decided on the exact number of floats that will be allowed. He also says there will be modifications made to the parade route in order to free up other roadways in the city. And they talked about having it on Shumaymetery, first responders, stuff like that. And Mayor Ritter added that entry fees did increase. The parade will roll at 11 on Saturday, February 10th. She so can probably learn more about that if you're big into the Youngsville parade. You can check it out and um, and check that out. You know, if you want, if you want to learn a little bit more. Josh says nowadays everyone seems to bring their giant Bluetooth speakers. To the parade blasting their crap music. Will they be regulating that? Not sure. I mean, different point. And look, you, you get you get into muddy waters there. You're there on, on public property, right? But but then again, on the other hand, you you pay to be part of something, being in a parade, and you have to follow rules and regulations, right? I mean, do we do we do we talk about that? And it gets so muddy, and everybody has different opinions about it, and 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 that's great. That's great, America, right? We're not supposed to all think the same, but I you know I I know. I, I, I don't think they're trying to be mean. Like, it is it is in the name of of public safety, of, of gridlock, of traffic, of just, okay, this is getting crazy. How can we make it better? Same thing happened in Church Point. The Mardi Gras here exploded. You know, everybody calls it the Church Point Mardi Gras parade, and it's absolutely not that. It is the Saddle Tramp Riders Club career to Mardi Gras that's been going on in Church Point for 62 years. Chasing chickens in the country is what the Church Point Saddle Tramp Career to Mardi Gras is about. doesn't have anything to do with the town. It's not a parade. Those floats that are, are a part of the run follow the run in the country. And what was always considered the quote-unquote parade for us in Church Point, again, for 62 years, was the run coming back from the country. And their route would take them down Main Street, and then they would turn and go back to the Saddle Tramp where the Mardi Gras run started. It's the run coming back into town that is our quote-unquote parade. There's, there's, no, there's no town like parade or anything like that. It, it's the Saddle Tramp Mardi Gras run, just like Mamou, Iota, all that stuff. And again, you know, it 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 exploded. And then you got to stop and say, okay, there's 40,000 people coming into a town of 4,000. We, 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 we got to stop and see, well, how, how can we make this safer? But I mean, again, people's going to have their their opinion, no, you know, no matter what. And that's just some of these decisions that all these officials need to make in in all these towns and in cities when it comes to Mardi Gras. But I can bet it's all, most of it is in the name of safety. But nonetheless, man, happy Mardi Gras, bro. You know, wild out if you want to wild out. And twerk if you want to twerk. You know, just just, just watch it. Ah, twerking, dude. If you look up twerk in the dictionary, it says done at Mardi Gras. <laughs> they changed it, dude, in, in Webster's. <laughs> they changed it. All right, so we're coming back with the second half of the Power Hour. Got a few uh uh-uh stories this morning. Uh, A man strips naked, jumps into the Bass Pro Shop's aquarium and knocks himself unconscious. (laughs) Science also found the best excuse to use if your New Year resolution fails. Oh, we got this bra. You knew that, too. I might give that to you before we go to the break. Also, more names coming out on this Epstein list. Halle Berry posted a photo of herself. That's going viral. Tell you why. A Dunkin' Donuts customer in Florida filed a lawsuit claiming he was severely injured by an exploding toilet. (laughs) Imagine sitting on a toilet and that thing explodes. And Taco Bell at home. That is a thing. And also, in Let's Get 2024 started, a record-setting venomous spider has been discovered. So all that and more coming up. But before we get to the break, I'll give you this, bro. You knew that. Color corrected photos of Neptune showed us its true color for the first time this week. Experts thought it was more of a deep shade of blue, but it's lighter than they thought. And they say that it's lighter, it's a tad, a tad less pale than Uranus. <laughs> uh, Brent says, uh, Planet Radio float. I don't know, dude. Maybe, maybe. Uh, you have, you have to figure it out. But man, boy, there's so much social media argument on the uh, on Mardi Gras this year, dude. So much between the music and this, that, and the other. I don't know if any any of you watching or, are um you know this morning went to Youngsville last year, but phew, dude, Youngsville last year was. It was it was huge. The parade was long. Uh I, I want to say it was what two two hours, I think. And the traffic was just that was out of control too. And you know, and they don't have many places to to get in and and get out. And with the way their their parade route is, it's hard to go that way, this way. So again, just like everything else, they sat back and said, okay, how can we, how can we make this better? And the thing is, you can't you you can't please everybody. You know they're doing it in the name of safety, you know. But then they don't do they they don't do it to where to keep people safe. And something would happen, then people would want to would want to blame the mayor and the first responders and all that stuff too. Well, you didn't you didn't keep us safe. We, well we we tried and y'all got mad. <laughs> y'all y'all got mad that we're trying to change it. But it'll be, dude. I mean, we'll we'll fly into Mardi Gras season. Flying into Mardi Gras season. Uh, oh, and I might have just a little, a little, uh, a little between us before we get back to the radio. Might have some tickets for Wide Load. That's a that's a sold out Mardi Gras ball, and I, I might have some tickets. Thank you for checking out the Power Hour today. It's Chris Logan. It's part of the morning show where we go in on what's trending, what's happening for the, the day, this Friday, January 5th. Joshua says in the comments, everyone should attend a New Orleans Super Crew Parade. Endymion, Bacchus, Orpheus. I've never been on New Orleans for a Mardi Gras or a parade. Now, I've DJed a couple of weddings recently. We're talking about Mardi Gras a while ago. Um... I don't know, two, three, you know, I think COVID, maybe like, and again, four or five years ago. And caught some of the earlier parades, not the big super group parades and what Josh was talking about. Um, and they do it upright, you know, played a couple venues nearby, Mardi Gras World. And so you see those parades leaving or, or coming back. But nonetheless, man, have fun this Mardi Gras. Dude, those cities and towns are just trying to do what they can just to, to keep everybody safe, man. What else we got this morning? Oh, yeah, this. Told you we had this uh uh-uh story. Uh, This is from al.com, which is alabama.com. Headline, man strips naked, jumps into Bass Pro Shops, leads aquarium, and knocks himself unconscious. Thought he was doing something funny. Woke up thinking, where am I? But this is the story. A man is in custody and en route to a hospital for mental treatment. After he jumped naked into the massive aquarium at the Bass Pro Shop Leeds Thursday night. The incident happened around closing time. The 42-year-old man was reported acting erratically and drove a vehicle into a pole in the store parking lot. After the crash, he got out his vehicle, took off his clothes, ran into the Bass Pro Shop, and jumped into the aquarium. Video taken by bystanders showed the man do a cannonball into the aquarium and later stand under the waterfall. As two leads police officers began to walk up the stairs, the man exited the water, yelled something to the officers, and then dove back into the water. He continued to shout something to officers before he climbed over the side of the aquarium and dropped to the concrete floor below, appearing to have, not, have been knocked out by the fall. Officers handcuffed the man who then woke up and began a struggle. Imagine getting tased or something, being wet. Probably hurts a little bit more huh, than being tased when you're dry. Someone covered him with a blanket as officers took him from the store. Chief Irwin said the man was only in the water for about five minutes before officers arrived. Only five minutes? Dude, five minutes being in the aquarium at Bass Pro Shops like swimming for an hour. He was taken to a hospital for a mental evaluation and then booked into the St. Clair County Jail. Jail records show George Owens of Sterrett charged with public lewdness, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, assault on a police officer, Two counts of first-degree criminal mischief and two counts of reckless endangerment. Uh-uh. Hopefully, this dude got something going on. They get it fixed. I don't know if that's a that's messed up story <laughs> or, or or something's wrong with him. If something's wrong with him, I hope he gets some help. But but you, you can't do that, dude. You can't, you can't strip naked and go swim in the Bass Pro Shop aquarium. Also this morning, science found the best excuse to use if your New Year's resolution fails. How are you doing on your New Year's resolution? It's January 5th. You should should still be on it if you have one. Researchers at the University of London found that one uh, excuse you shouldn't use is, I just didn't have time. When you tell people that, there's a good chance they'll respect you less and think you just didn't try enough. They say a better option is to blame external factors, so blame it on other things. For example, instead of saying you, can- you canceled your gym membership because you weren't going, tell them you canceled it because you couldn't afford it. They found that I didn't have time and I couldn't afford it are two of the most common go-to excuses for bailing on a resolution. Yeah, man, I tried to get on that diet, dude. Tried to do the carnivore, and I just couldn't. Man, meat's too expensive. I couldn't afford ribeyes every night. (laughs) And I know the carnivore diet is not just ribeyes at $9.99 a pound. I know. But that that was just part of my little funny this morning. So I didn't have time, and I couldn't afford it. Two the most go-to excuses for not keeping your resolution. And we tend to think that telling people we're too busy make us seem important and high status. Really, if you tell somebody that you're busy, they, they think you're a little bougie, a little high status. Oh, you, oh, you're too busy for us to come to the gym. Oh, I'm sorry. It turns out that's not what other people hear, though. Instead, they'll think that if you were truly motivated, you could have made it happen no matter how busy you were, okay? But if you tell them you couldn't afford to eat healthier or join a gym, then they'll probably say something like, yeah, times are tough. Like, yeah, man, I know, dude, chips are $5.99 a bag. But, but it's, it's more expensive to eat healthy, than it is to uh, to eat unhealthy. Yeah, dude, go ahead and give me that salad. All right, that'll be $12.99. Wait a minute, what? For some rabbit food, dog? For some lettuce and, and the mini tomatoes were $12? All right, go ahead. Give me give me the combo. Oh, that'll be $6.99. Thank you. Drive through. What else we got this morning? 834 Power Hour, Planet Radio 106.7. You've been following the Jeffrey Epstein thing? There are some names on there. Like they're they're, uh, being released in in batches Leonardo DiCaprio, Bruce Willis, Michael Jackson, among some of the A list celebrities. Where they call in a trove of newly released documents related to the Virginia Guffrey's lawsuit. Prince Andrew also a name that comes up. Bill Clinton also a name that comes up. And then one thing they're saying that you know these names doesn't mean these names that are coming up doesn't mean that they did anything wrong. They're just part of the. They might have been part of the deposition. Like I said yesterday, they might have been there just swimming on the island. They might have been helping Jeffrey plant some flowers in his garden, you know, just riding around on a golf cart or something. They probably were just, you know, doing some innocent things like that. They wouldn't have been having doing anything bad. But I guess more names are gonna come out with that. Halle Berry is going viral. When's the last time you heard the name Halle Berry? Maybe she needed to go viral again, so she did this this photo. And it's somewhat of a a little sexy photo of Halle Berry, who's a beautiful woman. I've taken that away from her. She's 57 years old, still considered one of the sexiest women alive. But this photo that she posted on social media, She was posing at a rock formation. And her followers think that there may be two piles of poop at her feet. Others suggest that it could be dried coral or seaweed. So she's kind of just sitting there in some lingerie and like this little sexy pose. And it's like, its I don't know, it's it's at this beach because I think you can kind of see the water in the back, but there's a bunch of large rocks and she's sitting down. And, I mean, it does look like there's something by her feet. And I think I'm going along with that it's coral or seaweed or some rocks or something, dude. If some, if, if some animal took a dump like that, I would be scared and I wouldn't be taking pictures in that area if I was her. <laughs> but, and, and there's other little things around it, too. It looks like some little rocks. I'm not sure I'm buying the poop thing, but I mean people are saying that on social media. Some people in the comments saying that it's it's human poop. Again, if that is, dude, you better go get checked out. That's you better go get that uh colonoscopy, dude, something might be wrong. It just looks a little different from if it would be poop. But there's uh there's a bunch of it's a bunch of comments, of course, on social media. If you haven't seen that yet, she's she's trending today. Boy, and Cat Williams. Have you seen a lot of the Cat Williams stuff? Dude is going off on everybody. I mean, he, he got everybody in this latest interview with Shannon Sharp and Shannon Sharp Show or like his little podcast thing it's called Shayshay Shay or our club. Yeah, Club Shay Shay is what it's called. I think you can see it on YouTube. If you're on social media, if you're on TikTok, I'm sure you scroll past a few clips of Cat Williams. Dude was going off on everybody from Chris Tucker, Steve Harvey, you name it, dude. He was letting everybody have it. You can tell he was kind of putting Cat uh, putting Shannon Sharp in a weird position a couple times. <laughs> he was like... He said, I don't think anybody else is going to want to come on my show, Shannon Sharp had told Cat Williams. And then he was like, oh, no, they're going to want to come. Is they're going to come and say that I'm lying? He talked about, like, everybody just sold their soul and, and, you know, they do different things. And he never sold out in Hollywood and all this other stuff. Man, there was, there was a lot that went on with that interview. If you want to check it out, you can. I mean, I'll totally leave that up to you. Also, this story here, kind of an uh uh-uh story today. An exploding toilet at a Dunkin' store in Florida left a customer filthy and injured, according to this lawsuit. Imagine that. Paul, um, got a weird last name, Karach, or Karak, is seeking more than $100,000 in this lawsuit claiming he suffered severe and long-term injuries following the explosion of a toilet in the men's room of a dunking location in Winter Park, Florida, happened a year ago. After the explosion, it left Paul covered in human feces, urine, and debris. He walked out the men's room seeking help from workers and the store manager, according to the lawsuit. An employee told him, that they were aware of the, quote, problem with the toilet since there had been previous incidents, according to the lawsuit, without going into further details about the explosion. When contacted Thursday by email for more details on Paul's injuries, his attorney said he was tied up and couldn't answer the questions until the following day, and I'm reading this from AP News. The lawsuit says that Paul suffered bodily injury and he has required mental health care and counseling since the incident in January of 2022. Can you imagine that, dude? You, oh, man, I don't really want to go because I'm at Dunkin', but then I'm going to have to go because if I don't, like that. He might have been there. He got his donuts. He got his coffee. The coffee hit, right? You know what I'm talking about? The coffee hit, and then he had to go. So he went, sat down, handled his business, then boom, exploded. But dude, how, you know, like how much did this toilet explode to be covered in in feces and urine and debris from the toilet? And how did they not fix it? And someone put a a firecracker in there or, or some kind of little bomb or something like, like, I'd like to know a little bit more how that happened. He goes, already, dude, you go to some of those restaurants, you know, you go to those big box stores or even, you know, a little local store. Those public restrooms sometimes are sketch, but sometimes you have to go. You don't want to. You might be squatting. You know, they don't have those toilet covers, you know, those little paper covers. They don't have those. The toilet paper is running low. So you got to make a decision whether you're going to take that toilet paper and you're going to line the toilet with it or you're going to save it, you know, to, to to clean yourself up after. We've all been in those situations, man. Don't don't act like you haven't. We've all we've all been there. We have, we had to make decisions like that. But dude, the toilet exploded. And now he has a $100,000 lawsuit. 842, this is the Power Hour. I'm Chris Logan, Planet Radio 106.7. This is part of the morning show. I, I saw this yesterday, and I thought it was fake, but apparently it's not. Taco Bell is selling meal kits at Walmart so you can make a, a Crunchwrap Supreme at home. Not bad, huh? Also, it looks like hearing the story from people, there's also a Chipotle chicken quesadilla. Kit that you can buy, and it looks like it's enough for four people. They're calling it their Cravings Kit. Exclusively available at Walmart. It has Taco Bell seasonings and sauce, so you can do up some Taco Bell in your kitchen. The Crunchwrap Supreme Kit, $7. has the four two-inch flour tortillas. Four crunchy tostada shells, Velveeta cheese sauce, and taco seasoning. Then the Chipotle chicken quesadilla kit has four 10-inch flour tortillas. Got the creamy Chipotle sauce, the Velveeta cheese sauce, and all you have to do is add the protein of your choice and toppings. So, I mean, it's just like having taco night, right? Brent said they already had the regular kits for big <laughs> taco night. <laughs> But you you can get the Taco Bell sauce in stores, too. But maybe this is a little closer to the Taco Bell taste. I guess. But it, it's always hard to replicate something that you eat in a restaurant, right? Like, dude, you go to... Um, who has, like, a pretty good salad? Well, like, let's, let's just say you go to Pizza Village, and they got that good salad. Dude, and their salad is lettuce, ham... Mozzarella, mozzarella, shredded mozzarella, and and olives, if you want. Easy, easy. Can't replic- Can't replicate that salad, dude. No matter how hard you try, can't replicate it. And it got some of the easiest ingredients in it. And some of these things like that, I mean, it's just a marketing thing. It would be it it would be hard because obviously the meat's going to be different. Maybe the lettuce, the tomatoes, whatever you add, it's going to be different than actually eating at Taco Bell. But nonetheless, coming to a Wally World near you, bro. What else we got? Oh, uh, and let's get 2024 started, which is off to a great start, huh? earthquakes and you know isn't the gerald ford pulling out of the red sea because now uh the iranian warship is there and they got these they got these missiles so now the u.s is is retreating i i I guess i kind of read that right i don't know what else in 2024 there was something else Oh, I mean, you know, the Epstein list, all that, dude. We're off to a great start in 2024 already. going to be a great year. Just put your seatbelt on. But a record-setting venomous spider has been discovered. I'm not a big spider guy. I'm not a big snake guy, and I don't like roaches. But I'm not sure if we're going to have to worry about this because I think it was found in Australia. But maybe they'll they'll make their way here somehow, some way. A gigantic spider discovered in Australia, three point one inches from foot to foot, and experts say it's the largest known male funnel web spider. That's what they're what's what they're calling it, a funnel web spider. And for perspective, the spider is bigger than a baseball. I got the free songs right now, bro. And if that wasn't enough, it wasn't found by a scientist out in in the wild. Some random person came across it. They didn't say how it happened. Also, this spider, very poisonous, very poisonous. Funnel web spiders are the world's most venomous spider. The venom is packed with 40 different toxic proteins. And its raw venom is the only way to make life-saving anti-venom. The spider has been named Hercules, and he's living at a wildlife sanctuary in Australia now. The spider keeper there said, quote, Hercules has some of the biggest fangs I've ever seen. And they will use Hercules' venom to create anti-venom. So is there one? Is there more? Is it like COVID that was in China, then it it made its way to to other places? Are we going to see Hercules, and we're going to see these spiders in other places too. There is a, a photo of it. That thing looks scary. I would run for sure. I try to step on it first, but but then if, if I would miss, I'd run. I don't do that, man. You know, call me a chicken. You want to call me another word? That's fine. That's fine. I can take it. But dude, I don't do spiders. I don't do snakes. If I don't have a shovel around, I'm going. I don't care if it's a good snake. Bad snake eats other snakes, whatever. It's treading on my property and it's got to go. Don't do roaches either, man. That's not how I get down. Also, I saw this too. A, the, the Golden Gate Bridge, and I'm sure you've heard this before. The Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. And I'm not glorifying or making jokes about this at all, but the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco, one of the places where a lot of people commit suicide. And it's taking San Francisco a while to do this, but they added a life-saving feature. Not sure if you saw this story today. But they say suicides from the Golden Gate Bridge have dropped during the construction of this net. So what they did is they installed a safety net all along the Golden Gate Bridge. And it's designed to deter people from ending their lives on the Golden Gate Bridge. So the bridge is 1.7 miles long and these nets line the entire way. And it was a completion of a five-year project to improve safety on the bridge. They're calling it the suicide deterrent system installed on both sides of the bridge and about 95% of the bridge. And so they're they're 20 feet below from what they're saying. These safety nets are located 20 feet below the Golden Gate Bridge's sidewalk, and they extend out 20 feet from the bridge. also says it's not visible to cars driving on the bridge, but can be seen by pedestrians. And it's also designed to have minimal interference with the bridge's operations and maintenance. And the design of the net was done with input from a larger community and people around the San Francisco area. So it's not changing the look by any means, but it's protecting people from committing suicide. So that story today on foxnews.com. I think, that, I think that's pretty much it. I, w- I wanted to scroll back real quick to some of our answers for our question of the day. And if you missed the question of the day, you can check it out. It's on our Planet Radio Facebook page. It's on my Chris Logan Facebook page. And the question today is, What is a generic grocery item you will buy over a name brand grocery item? And for me, it was uh, canned goods. Corn, green beans, stuff like that. I'll I'll get the generic all day, every day. And dude, if they still had Shasta at Winn-Dixie, I would get that. Dude, the Shasta cream soda, forget about it, man. Some good stuff. Heather says, if the name brand isn't on sale, it's generic all the way. Patricia says, just go to Aldi, buy their brand cookies. Keebler who? The chocolate mint are the best. Glenda says, Dollar General's Cloverleaf brand. Katie says, anything and everything at the rate these groceries are going up. Yep. Chantel says, canned goods, ketchup, mayo, mustard. I told you, the ketchup is where I draw the line. I would probably do generic mayo, generic mustard. Generic mustard, it's hard. But for me, if I'm doing ketchup, I'm doing Heinz, man. That's that's where I'm a little bougie. Todd says, I'm an off-brand shopping fool. Brandon says cereal. That's another thing, too, man, you get those big bags. And what's cool, if you get the big bags, one, it's cheaper it tastes the same sometimes better and then you get to reseal those big bags and it, it keeps your cereal more fresh carl says kroger white cheddar macaroni and cheese angie says rouse's brain of coffee pods hmm. uh chris says pop tarts on the facebook live reggie says almost anything because of prices now look dude you give me a generic pop tart Especially I'm a comeback old school. I'm a comeback Win Dixie. I used to like the Win Dixie brand of Pop Tarts over, what is it, the Kellogg's brand? Ah, those are fire, man. Chris Chris is right there. Jeanette says just about anything at Aldi. I'm gonna have to go check out Aldi. We don't don't have one one of those in the point. We got we got Piggly Wiggly and Rods. See, Rebecca says canned goods at Walmart. Yep, there you go. Way cheaper. And a lot of people said uh, Brookshire. I, I hear people say it different. Brookshire, Brookshire, but Brookshire, which is the same as Super 1, correct? Am, am I right there? Brookshire and Super 1, same thing? Chris says drinking water from the tapper hose. <laughs> Ain't nobody need no bottled water, dude. Just turn the tap on. Bring the hose in the house, dude. Chris says, when you go to Aldi, bring your quarter for the basket. Stephen says, Aldi is great. And that's something that, depending on how old you are, you may remember that from the real superstore on Johnston Street. That was where the Grand Theater is right now on Johnston. It was a real superstore. And it was was bright in there, dude. It was white, yellow, and, and black. Like, the building was white. Then their their like name and everything was in yellow outlined in black. You had to put the quarter in to get your shopping cart. Always wanted to do that if we went shopping there. And then if if my again if my memory serves me right, I think the managers and maybe some of the employees there they wore roller skates. That way, if they had a price check, dude, they could go get it faster. Hey, price check on the pop tarts. Gotcha, dude. Then they start. They holler back. You know, 159, because probably back in the 80s, a pack of Pop Tarts was probably 159, a box of Pop Tarts. Now it's what? Probably six bucks. The superstore had that quarter. That's where I remember putting the the quarter in. Isabel says, yes, Brookshire and Super One the same on the Facebook Live. We see Super Ones around here. You know, and then what? More towards the west, like Lake Charles has some Brookshire brothers. And that 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 Brookshire brand. But I think but I think the Brookshire brothers, that's different from the Brookshire and the Super One. It, 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 it's a little crazy in the in the grocery world. They get wild in the grocery world. But we're wrapping up the power hour today. Coming back with the final hour of the show. Let's see what we got music wise. Pearl Jams coming up, hole, Oleander, Not a Surf, Foo Fighters, a Perfect Circle, Switchfoot. All that's on the way. The final hour of the show is coming up here on Planet Radio 106.7.